And those teeming masses exist for the sole purpose of lifting the few exceptional people onto their shoulders. You, me, we're exceptional. I could squash you like a bug right now, but I'm offering you a choice. Join me. Imagine what we could accomplish together. What we could create. Or we could destroy. Cause the deaths of countless innocents in selfish battle again and again and again until we're both dead. Is that what you want? Think about it, hero! Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Trip Run Motivoice with your host, the 35-year-old playing a 17-year-old Carl Charles and... And the man who should have known Osborne didn't have the spine to finish you. See why I chopped you? Yeah, I did the accent as well. Wait, what's that from? Wait, huh? Oh, in Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like, which Spider-Man film is that from? Yeah, well, okay. Here, now, you got the intro and then I'll explain. Um, not explain, but I'll, I'll just clarify. Oh, okay. So, in this episode, um, we are going to be discussing and maybe comparing the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films and the Mark Webb Spider-Man films. That is the guy directed. He did direct the Amazing Spider-Man films, right? Mark yeah, Webb, isn't it? Yeah, oh, that's the one. Yep, cool. yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I will say this, Rob, that they... So, Andrew Garfield is British. Yep. And Alfred Molina is British. Yep. And obviously Tom Holland's British, but we're not that. But yeah. the, did you ever detect a much accent slips from them? No. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Andrew Garfield's one's pretty solid. I don't think I've ever. I don't think really. I, I hear him slip that much. No. Oh, not that at all, right? But Alfred Molina, certain sentences sometimes it just goes into like a, a East End um, yeah. London. <laughs> like I didn't get why they made him have an American accent. That's true. It's like, true. it's not like part of the character's backstory, him being like American, if it, it? So you could just be an English yeah. dude. Makes no real to, difference. To be fair, his name sounds German. Yeah. But... So... <laughs> <laughs> Which, Which is why, by the way, you know, you know far back when um, James Cameron was going to do Spider-Man. Yeah. He was going to hire Arnold Schwarzenegger to be Doc Octopus. I'm like... I don't know about Doc Ock being built like Schwarzenegger in the nineties because that's kind of that's something else, man. Yeah, that would have made no sense as well. Like Doc Ock's whole thing is like he came from like an insecure, like not insecure, but in quite adequate man, and yeah. then he uses his like brains and stuff to become what he is. Yeah, him being a Jack dude would make no sense. No, no, exactly. Except, except that everyone's drawn like a Jack dude, except yeah. for Spider Man, right? Who's drawn like a teenage. Well, he's more like a gymnast kind of yeah. age, right? But was... Doc Ock wasn't really ever drawn like he was jacked or everything. He was kind of like a belly. So Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends. You know, do you, ever, do you remember the white suit version of Doctor Octopus? No. All right, he, used, he wore a white suit at some point. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he wasn't jacked there, but he didn't have a pot belly day. I think he's just like a normal build. I think okay. nowadays... I say nowadays, but I think his standard build is like... A non-athlete? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like a normal dude, I guess. Yeah. 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 A normal size build for his age. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of... Um, 
So, okay, I don't want to say direct comparison, but just for, like, reminiscing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was the last time you watched these these particular sets of films? Um, I made Spider-Man 1 and 2 very recently. I watched them around Christmas. Oh, jeez. Right, right. No, before Christmas, before Christmas. Yeah. Um, the Sam Rainey ones, it's been a while because I, I can't really watch them anymore. Yeah, I can't remember when the last time I watched any of these were, though I have to say, yeah. which one's your most, the one you've watched the most? Um, this will be Spider-Man in, twen- in 20... 20. Oh, in 2002. 2000, yeah, 2002, yep, yep. Spider-Man in 2004. Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man 2 in 2004. Spider-Man 3 in 2007. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man in 2012 and Amazing Spider-Man 2 in 2014. Um, maybe I, f- I should say maybe it would probably be Spider-Man the first one. Oh really? Yeah, just because of like when it came out, it was, it was kind of like the only comic book film that was good at the point. Yeah. And I think I, I watched I, it religiously to a certain point. I think the one I watched the most is Spider-Man 2 actually. Actually, no, um, you're right. No, it's Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 I watched, like, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I can't really watch it. <clears throat> but. Yeah, it, it, and it's a bit odd between those in the Sam Raimi set of films. Spider-Man 1 made a lot of money. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man three. 2, uh, like, they all made a lot of money, but Spider-Man 2 made the least out of the three. Which is odd, because it's, like, critically the best one. <laughs> uh, the one I enjoyed the most, anyways. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, I think... The first one, the gimmick of, oh, it's a Spider-Man movie, helped boost the numbers, whether people liked it or not, right? But then yeah. you got enough of flavor of it for Spider-Man 2. Um, but then I'm like, all right, but then how come this, how come Spider-Man 3 made more money? And I'm like, is it because Venom is, like, people are eager to see what Venom looked like? Or, like, Venom was a popular character in, in himself somehow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, is this what's going to, is, is the gimmick of seeing Venom in the Spider-Man film? What was drawing people to see Spider-Man 3? I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it, was, it was a bit of a... It was a bit of a... It was an odd, a bit of an odd one. Um, I think because it was like... The crescendo, as a fancy word, is like... To the series, I think that's probably well, why... Well, no, 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 no. But at that point, people didn't know there wasn't going to be a number four. Usually, I know... Like, people didn't know, but how they kind of like... Marketed the third one like it was going to be the last one. Maybe, maybe. Because I think they had ideas for number four. Um, right, because I remember they was like saying, "Yeah, this is the last one." They're all them not gonna like Maguire and Rainey's gonna do. So I think everyone's like, oh, "Okay, cool. It's, let's all see it." Um, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that they have a point there. It could be, it could be. But they they had plans to, by the way, from what I read, they had plans for filming Spider-Man four and five back to back. Which then they did not do, yeah, and uh, they were going to have villain the vulture as a villain for number uh, four, Spider-Man four, and have Felicia Hardy in it, not yeah. as Black Cat as the Vultress. I'm like, all right. Firstly, yeah. at that time, I was like, so Vulture to me is a B tier Spider-Man villain. Yeah, how are they going to make this guy? Like, you'd need someone. Behind him, or uh, you need he'd be he'd be like the 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 A plot where someone else is the B plot, which is the main plot, right? Yeah. But somehow, Spider Man Homecoming, they made him the main villain and tweaked everything until, and I was like, you know what? Actually, fair enough, fair enough. The way that he carried the movie, but anyway, that's that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, at the time, we'll just speak about at the time, right? Unless yeah. you're going to directly say something that's relevant to to the new set of Spider Man films. But at the time, I was like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Vulture could carry. But then again, it's just probably the same with Mysterio as well. Yeah, yeah. like what, the gimmick of a special effects artist. Like you, you maybe have someone hire him, or I don't know. But I was just like Quentin Beck. For what reason would they tied in? They made that work though. But so that's 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 yeah. Though so here's the thing, right? With these Spider-Man films, uh, considering the villains are Green Goblin. For the first one, Doctor yeah. for the second one, Sandman and Venom for the third one. They had the Lizard, uh, Green Goblin again. Yeah. Well, no, Harry Osborn again. Right? Yeah. Because he was also in the he was also in Spider-Man three, and Electro. 
with Electro being also a B-tier villain, because tell, can you tell me, what do you know about Electro's backstory? Can you just encapsulate what you think of Electro? What do you think his, his uh, aside yeah. from his gimmick, what has he got? Um, and I don't mean the movie version. I mean the the the, the, the actual the comic version. Yeah, not much really. He's not yeah. That... So they had they they could do whatever they want with him. Just yeah. Him, but they made him a, it was like it was like they tried to make him a main eventer, right? But he was not. He was clearly not. Yeah. Not fault to Jamie Fox, right? Just like they didn't. They's like, what's this obsession with Spider Man and whatever? They, yeah. Yeah, they kind of. I don't know how they did it in that. Yeah, they kind of made him more accessible for a villain because, like well, in the yeah, comics, but, yeah. he's always like a part of a team. Really, now isn't he for the last like X yeah. amount of years? He's yeah. never been like the solo villain. Yeah. Well, he, okay. But he, even in yeah, Amazing Spider-Man Two, he was kind of like <clears throat> yeah. Let, let me finish my train of thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'll go into that uh, a bit more about that. Um, yeah. So I was like, okay. So and then they had what. Vulture, Shocker, and, and who out there? Vulture, Shocker, and the Tinkerer in in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Well, it's mainly it's mainly Shocker. It was mainly the Vulture. That's Scorpion in that as well, by the way. So yeah. Um, but they're all mine. Oh yeah, they also had Rhino as amazing Spider-Man too, but he wasn't really. Uh, then you had Mysterio, and then you had you know all the 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 the, 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 the quote unquote Sinister Six, even though it was like the Fearsome Five or whatever they wanted. Yeah. Anyway. I, it's like it's funny because within the set of Spider-Man films, and he's got so many villains. Did I think that they could have ran through enough villains without having to repeat them? Yeah, a couple of times. Um, yeah, they could. Even though the key ones obviously were taken by the first set of trilogies and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and uh, Amazing Spider-Man was left with a bit. Like once you use the main villains, you were left with like secondary villains. Yeah, but they still can do stuff like a. Uh, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, instead of using Electro with the obsessive stalker gimmick or whatever they wanted, I don't even want to say he's obsessive stalker. Yeah, it's really weird though. It was um, he's my friend, but he's not my he's. I don't know him, but he's my friend. Yeah, yeah. and I want to say that's obsessive stalker behavior. Uh, to that level. Yeah, because he's not like I'm hunting. If they if they tweaked it and put it as Craven the Hunter instead, right? Uh. And then you could no, but what I'm saying is obsessive stalker, right? Because he's hunting Spider Man, and, and he wants to not. Rep- you know, I don't want to go into Craven's last hunt, right? Uh, yeah. The storyline, but just be like, okay, so I tried to hunt him. He's the the, the best prey for hunter, whatever, whatever, right? And then you could get hired by Harry as well. I'm just saying, obsessive stalker to the sinister levels, right? Can work with how Craven the Hunter was portrayed ish at that point. But definitely nothing to do with Electro because it's like, mm, you know. I don't know. Then that'd be a completely different film if you. Yeah, thought. yeah, of course, of course, of course, it would have to be. But then I don't uh, know. It'd if probably it would... make more sense than than Electro. Did you you know there was a cut scene for that where he made the cape for himself? Who Electro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Max Dillon. Yeah. Made the cape, I think, and he went to speak to his mum. Yeah. And then he and then his mum said something bad about Spider Man. I think he killed her. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then okay, I can, that from that, and then you can, all right, that I can buy, but it's probably a key component because if you're saying he's so obsessed with Spider-Man that he will kill someone from insulting Spider-Man, it then makes the rest of the film make a bit more sense. Um, um yeah, 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 but like, but he'd just be like, I'll have to go lucky, old Spider-Man rescue me. You know what? Yeah, all right, he's my best friend, right? And then, then because he captured me. Uh, he turned on me, and therefore I hate him. Like, I can't, I kind of get that, because he's been picked on all his life, and like the only person he thought kind of was like the good person in the world, Spider Man, kind of indirectly betrayed him. So you can see why you would go to a psychopath off of that. Yeah, but there's other. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's fair enough, right? But I think uh, there's other characters that could have suited that. Storyline a bit more than uh, Electro, and I'm just—I'm sure there's a, a, a another villain they could have had. It. It's just a bit random to throw Electro in it like that. Yeah, yeah, it is. But like, 
on the big screen with CGI and stuff, he's Electro's yeah. the best pick, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, like as a CGI spectacle of what he can do, yeah. But he he was definitely the way they portrayed him, a a second tier villain. And I know that they did the Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, with Dane DeHaan as Harry Osborn. Yeah, yeah. But he showed up a bit too late in in as the full Green Goblin. Yeah. Uh, his turn was a bit too late in the film as well. Yeah, it was. It was a Whereas bit, if they it was... Dragged <clears throat> out. Yeah, yeah if, they, if they pushed it a bit further along at the forefront of the film, yeah. then you could be like, okay, all this kind of ties together. Um, you've seen Chronicle, correct? Yeah, I've seen Chronicle, yeah. So I can see why they hired uh, Dane DeHaan to be Green Goblin yeah. from that turn, right? Mm. From Chronicle, which I really like, by the way. Um, yeah, good film. And I was like, okay, I'm looking forward to see what you can bring to it because I'm not saying that there's the same character, but there's the same. They 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 have the same uh, story, direction, perspective in life, you know. Uh, kind of, yeah, the, the yeah. father stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but it's just like more 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 like uh, how 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 is driven to turn into the villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I was looking forward to I was looking forward to how he was portraying and and then it was like mm, I don't, I'm not 100 percent on this. Like the performance wasn't bad or anything. I like for me the whole him being Green Goblin thing felt a bit like rushed. They could have done that in the, in the next film. Well, here's the thing, right? You know what I mean? If if he if tr- if he was in the first film, yeah, and then they went into the second film uh, of Amazing Spider-Man, and then that happened, you're like, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Obviously, yeah. I'm the cast by then, so that's that that that's that problem. Um, I will also say, Amazing Spider-Man One, yeah, seemed like definitely a part one to me. Yeah, uh, as a film, and like for example, I know like TV series are all the rage now, right? Even yeah. if it's like six episodes or whatever, right? Yeah, because back then, but it definitely feel, seemed like to me, this is the first two episodes of a TV series. Maybe, you know, six-part TV series or whatever. But it's just like, yeah, this is how Spider-Man starts with this particular story. Because there are other strings that are going along. Yeah. That don't get resolved. And um, I don't think the Lizard yeah. was a strong enough villain to carry the rest of the, that, that the movie. They need to be something else. Not saying oh, they need to be another villain or something like that. But they, they need to, I guess they probably, if he was going to be, they need to tie up his uh, reasoning. Because it's like, okay, he lost his arm, right? Yeah. Then he creates a formula that yeah. gives him back his arm. And then he's like, you know what, yeah? This formula is turning me into a lizard. Let me turn everyone else into a lizard to be the peak physical uh, version of the next evolution of humanity. Yeah, It's like, mm, that's kind of nuts. Yeah. It, it skipped a step somewhere, I think, right? Yeah. Um, For him to jump to that conclusion. It was a lizard part of his brain. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, because he kind of because he's always having that little back and forth between the human side and the lizard side. So I was like, okay, it makes sense. There's like two different people that share the same body. Yeah. Well, I, I, that's what I'm saying. They could have done that a, a bit more, I guess, to to then do it. Um, yeah. It just seemed like you're. To me, it seemed like, okay, you know what? This is. Oh yeah, standard stop villain. Oh, I turned everybody into a thing like me. Yeah. Like, mm, you know, it's one thing if you're saying, by the way, doctor, doctor lizard, right? Yeah. Uh, doctor Connors, you turn into a lizard, and you're 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 turning less humane, yeah. but turning into more of a regressing into more of a primal creature. I don't know if that's you know, um, you know whether or not that's the route they want to go to, whether right? Yeah. But, but then it's just like, look, I uh, I'm trying to cure you to help you. Right, and the lizard's like, I don't want a cure because that'll turn me back into whatever. Right, then you then you could have to fight there. But the logic way is like, mm, yes, yes. See, I will turn everyone to this lizard like me. It is perilous, but needed something a bit more to it to to get him to get that point. It just seems like he was like, you know what, I'm a lizard. I'll turn everyone into lizard. Yeah, but that's yeah. the same basic like plot they had in a. The major Spider-Man, not major Spider-Man cartoon, the Spider-Man cartoon from 1994, The Night of the Lizard, is basically yeah. the same premise as that. He became a lizard, it came two sort of minds, and lizard mind wanted to 
make no, it. No, 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 but that's that's not that's that's different. That's it. Is that what's okay to you? To you? Yep. Uh, is that what was portrayed? That wasn't portrayed in the movie to me, by the way, right? Um, so I can make the logical leaps. Yeah. It's one of those things where you kind of apply your own head kind of from stuff that you've read before mm. and then make the thing work. But is that, is that okay? Is that what was portrayed in the movie to you or are you fitting in the game? No, that's what portrayed oh. to the movie to me because he says that in the film. When he has like this, the lizard and Doc Connors have like this weird conversation between them two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like, maybe, I, maybe, I, well, I haven't movie, seen so. it for ages, so either way, so... so um okay fair enough fair enough fair enough um okay okay i just thought he, he kind of skipped a couple of steps and he's like uh, you know what let's just turn everyone into lizards like me let's just see let's just see how that rolls uh, uh, <laughs> well, by the way yeah uh, yeah um what happened to uh dot connor's wife and kid i don't even know if they're in the film wasn't it, weren't they in the film i don't know i can't remember if they're meant i don't i can't remember Maybe I'm thinking think... of something else. I'm pretty sure there was. Okay. Then why was he working in the sewers? Uh. They cut the funding, right? Yeah. If I remember correctly, I think they cut oh. the funding. Yeah. And he killed and someone. It... I think that's why he went to the sewers to hide out. If I remember correctly, but I could. Be oh wrong. yeah, there was a cut. Okay, you know the Indian dude. I can't remember his name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy who was funding, right, on behalf yeah. of Norman Osborn. Yeah. Uh, and the lizard tried to kill him in his car. Yeah. Yeah. So le- I think he try- He finds, he somewhere I read, he finds Kurt Connors in the sewers somewhere or something like that. No, or, or wherever, right? By doing the experiments, not necessarily in the sewers, but in the building, wherever, right? Yeah. But he's the dude that I think lizard kills. Uh, yeah. Kurt Connors kills. Because he's trying to stop him. He's like, you know, we're not going to, we're going to cut your funding because of whatever. And Kurt Connors like... No, no, I think uh, I think the only person that's going to get cut is you, Slash, you. you know? Yeah. yeah. And then, then probably the progress of the rest of the story. But I think they cut the scene, and it was like, mm, okay, I can get when, by the way, if you're like, I'm going to do something, right? And then someone tries to stop you, and then you kind of tip yourself over the edge. Yeah. And then you're like, I've done this. I've done, as a character, you're like, I've done this whatever, whatever. It's too late for me to go back. I can't go back now. Yeah. Then that's, that, that, that yes, I could buy that a bit more. Um, but yeah, they cut it, and then you're like, mm, "All right." Because I do think that guy does die at some point, right? Well, no, but that's the thing—he doesn't. He, I think he disappears for it after after the car. After he gets done in his car, yeah, Spider-Man sort of saves. Yeah, the yeah, day and if... then and then he, I think he goes off to. No, I don't want to say he goes off to the hospital, but we just assume that he goes off to the hospital and. Yeah, I think he. I'm. Uh, oh, why don't I remember? I'm pretty sure he does die. I'm pretty I sure. did, uh, I tell you what, I do. I do like though in um, Amazing Spider-Man how they got him. Instead of repeating exactly how Spider-Man got to his costume and it was associated with wrestling. Yeah. He was running across the rooftops chasing someone. Yeah, he's what, looking what was for it? the murder of Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the gang chasing him. Fell. No, was he swinging? I don't know. No. What it was. He was just running and he jumped on a roof. Yeah. And the roof was dilapidated and he fell through. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he fell into the wrestling ring and he saw these uh, the luchador posters and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Makes more sense a... than in Amazing in the in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. Where he he challenged Bones almost raw. Bones already. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you know they cut the line. Uh, they did. They did. I don't say the Disney fight, but maybe a bit less. Um... So there's a line where. Spider-Man, the amazing human spider, where yeah. uh, right? He he's cussing a match. He's cussing Bonesaw, and he's saying, "That's a nice outfit. Did your husband buy it for you?" Yeah. Well, they cut that line out. Oh, they cut um, it out now. They cut it out oh. for the uh, PG thirteen uh, LGBTQ crowd. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they, but they definitely cut it. I don't know oh, if okay. it's because of those particular reasons, or oh. they, or they just don't want to seem, or they thought maybe it just sounds a bit childish, kind of. It kind of does, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, like just pick on a guy because of the way he wears stuff. You know? Yeah. Like, first of all, wrestling clothes are close uh, costumes are flamboyant. I know yeah, exactly. Fight, I know Matchman's wearing mesh, but still. Yeah. You know? Um. 
if, yeah. if they saw his actual old Macho Man costumes, then I can understand. Because <laughs> basically, he's wearing like his Macho, not Macho Madness, you know, he's late. Yeah, like this was when he was the later version when he was like wearing the, the same more street tough stuff yeah. rather than his flamboyant yeah. mm-hmm. polka this dot is, stuff. And all uh, this yeah. is the era of the match man when. He couldn't go in the ring anymore. So he yeah. had Miss Madness, Medusa, and Gorgeous Georgia to distract the crowd like a magician, like yeah. all good magicians uh, from his ring work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yes. The more, actually, but the thing is, the more flamboyant, colorful stuff made him stand out a bit more. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even even if, if he said in the 80s, that would probably come across even worse when we watch it back nowadays. Yeah, because they probably put a use some profanities. You're like, oh wow. Well, yeah, yeah, be. yeah. Ever yeah. saying that? <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I would say, look, Spider Man, you can't, you can't really say that much because uh, look at your colorful costume. Yeah. That skin tight and whatnot. So, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. getting the is a bit odd right now, Pop especially in the film black. when you when you know the filmmakers know exactly what he's going to be wearing later on. Yep. Um, so, in terms times. of costume in terms of costume they're supposed to be changes I say they're supposed to be but, but, but you know if you're like me you don't really notice between Sp- one, Spider-Man 1 2 and 3 there's tweaks of uh, the costumes like you know the bigger Spider-Man the chest whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I never noticed them because I think they're minor adjustments yeah. and the only thing I noticed obviously is when he te- was wearing the black uh, when he turned black but what I mean is of course when he was wearing the black costume yeah. Uh, actually, the only other thing I noticed is the inconsistent collar neckline of where the Spider-Man costume is. <laughs> yep. Because yeah. where, where he's wearing it underneath the shirt, or whatever, right? And he pulls the shirt open, then you have a low neckline. Yep. When he takes off his mask, it's like up his, at his neck. So you're yeah. telling me the Spider-Man costume splits at three different places. Just like this weird neck bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not only does he put his mask on, he has to put the neck bit on first and then his mask on. You know? Yeah, so backwards. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they were funny films, I guess. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the. I mean, I, I, you're probably going to say what I'm going to say. That the Amazing Spider Man 2 costume is still is, is the best Spider Man costume, right? Yeah, it's the best Spider Man costume out of all three of the films, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, but I don't, I don't know what they were thinking of the. Um, the okay, the Amazing Spider Man costume still looks like a Spider Man costume. Yeah. It just looked more. Very uh, Rey Mysterio as well. You know why I like that one? Because yeah. it was budget and it would make sense for his current situation. Yeah, well, it, it's strange because it's, it's more wrestling based, yeah. even though wrestling, actual wrestling had less influence on him. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, in the main, not main Spider-Man, in the first Spider-Man films, it yeah. makes no sense how he gets his costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like... He, it, like, if Matching Man was wearing a super flamboyant costume... Yeah. And then Spider-Man's like, you know what? I should also wear a colourful costume. Yeah. Then, then fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But like it makes no sense how he got it, how he was able to make it. <laughs> yep, yep. So, here's the thing with them costumes, it's not like they're standing, so they've got a no. bodysuit underneath. Okay. In terms of filmmaking, it's got they've got the muscle suits underneath, yeah? Yeah. yeah. But one thing is the material it's like quite uh, I don't want I don't want to say thick, but then it's definitely not cloth material. No, you know it's it's got some some sort of density to it. And I don't yeah. want to say scuba suit thick or something like that, but you know, um, it's definitely it's got not skin tight. No, yeah. it just made no sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. made Spider Man, he showed it showed him making it and like having trial and error and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, like in a Sam Rainey's one, like he goes from having that tracksuit stuff basically he was wearing he's fighting bone saw and yep. a guy who kills uncle ben and then it just jumps from having this perfectly made suit yes yes and what's really also weird and if it's a cloth costume whatever right yeah or, or as much close to a cloth costume that they can pretend that a normal guy made within the movie because yeah. the movie costumes still have to look good right yeah but how do you get rigid how do you get the the silver ridged webbing exactly 3D texture on it that flexes and he yeah. has no money <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the, like 
in the Amazing Spider-Man film, it literally showed how he got everything he got, like through yeah. being like cheap and stuff. Except that obviously suddenly appeared is Amazing Spider-Man Two with the Amazing Spider-Man costume, which also has yeah. raised weapons on it. Right? Well, we could say he's like had time to sort of build up his skills to it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, yeah, because you can say the base of the costume. Yeah. It's whatever the materials he ordered online for his whatever, right? And and even the eyes for the in the Amazing Spider-Man costume were sunglasses. Yeah. So, which is weird when you think about it, because you don't do you really want to be swinging around with sunglasses at night time. Mm. Yeah, but I guess his Spider Vision might have. I don't know. Yeah, I'm reaching here, but you know. So that would make sense for the glasses bit, but yeah, a reach is a reach. So you know. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So, 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 before we go into the actors and some other stuff, right? They yeah. Like what do you think of the 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 music, the the the, the themes? When I see the theme, the theme music, right? Yeah. Um. Because I I I think the the Spider Man, uh, Danny Elfman theme fit with his movies. Yeah. But I prefer the theme from Amazing Spider-Man 2, the hero theme. Yeah, the yeah, yeah theme. same. Uh, by Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Uh, though I do like the James Horner one as well. That, 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 yeah. Right. I think the, the, the Hans Zimmer one was like, after you've gone from level one to level two, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so That's yeah, why yeah, I yeah. think it suits it. And I really think they could, Hans Zimmer could combine a bit of the musical cues for Amazing, from Amazing Spider-Man 1. Because yeah. suddenly it's like, you know when you got the sequels to films, but they never use the musical, same musical cues. Uh, it's like uh, Captain America, uh, First Avenger, and Captain America Winter Soldier. You, they they never use. They only use the Captain America theme at the beginning when he's running in the dark uh, around with the Falcon, and then they never use the rest of the Captain America theme again in that film. Uh, now you said yeah. that, I never noticed that. Yeah, and then they they played the little. The, the next time they played the, that little musical cue, I think. Is when he hits Thanos with the hammer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They yeah. really such a good theme. But um, <laughs> like, yeah. For me, because like um, the Sam Raimi films, I've kind of like come across them recently, or whatever. But the music in it kind of makes the films feel dated. You and think feel so? Older than they really are. Yeah. Um. So when the musical cues reappeared in Spider-Man: No Way Home, yeah, were you like, uh, this kind of feels off-key, or no? It's like, uh, it's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, even the theme for Doctor Octopus and and uh, and um and the Green Goblin. Yeah, I was what? like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, but yeah. I think okay. The the way that Danny Elfman, the Danny Elfman musical cues is like, oh, it's a sense of Mystery, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unveiling, right? Yeah. Uh, but I feel the the ones from Amazing Spider-Man is like, yeah, they 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 they're more. There's some they, there's they they bit more hype if if you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, you know, it's it's it, it, not the action's about to start, but it's just like the, the, this guy's going through his uh heroic journey. Yeah, yeah. It fits the tone of the film more. Yeah. 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 It's like this is not your granddad Spider Man. This is a new <laughs> Spider Man for the kids, sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, random characters, by the way, uh, in Spider Man Three. What was this uh, Ursula uh, Dikovich? You know the daughter of the. Well, no, she was in Spider Man Two as well, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The um, landlord's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like wow, it's a random of uh, character. Not even I don't nothing. No comic based character on her whatsoever. I mean, they, no. they, they, Spider Man's got quite a bit of a uh, supporting cast, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so they just they made up essentially made up a character, yeah. I was like, oh, fine, okay, fine, sure, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, she was cool, I guess. Uh, Sam Raimi's brother also being in the film, Ivan Raimi, as Jonah J- Jonah Jameson's lackey, or you know, oh, yeah, oh, that's his brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, no wonder he good. looked strangely familiar, even though I didn't know who he was. I was like, yeah. he looks f- like someone, but I don't know who. That makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, he, he like fair enough. I mean, they didn't even name, I don't think he got a character name. Betty Brant was in the um, Spider-Man films, the yeah. Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. I was like, hmm, what? 
And I'm like, oh, she, like, to be fair, she does have Brady Brant's uh, uh, Bob from um, the the comics. So yeah. yeah, yeah, by Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Which is funny because how um, old Tobey Maguire is, and uh, Elizabeth Banks are probably around the same age, but she played the character seemingly ten years older ish. Definitely not. Isn't Babe ain't Betty meant to be like a couple years older than, than Peter? Well, um, according to the comics, I think it's, they're round about the same age. Maybe yeah, like uh, maybe she's two two years older than him, but not by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Am I thinking of someone else? I can't remember. But maybe, but maybe now sixteen-year-olds working in like a secretary's won't fly. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> That's why I thought she was like. A couple of years older, I mean, like, she was just like in college, sort of doing that. Oh, yeah, as a yeah, yeah. To be fair, as well, in the Sam Raimi film, he goes from high school to college. Uh, yeah, in the of days. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, well, in a matter of hours, really, yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 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 um, yeah, okay, I suppose, right, yeah, yeah, yeah um, no, I just always thought she was older, I don't know why, okay, so, uh, as we're speaking about the cast in, in Spider-Man. Yeah. The Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Well, well I, I like Tobey Maguire as Spider- uh, as Peter Parker. Because he came off kind of like awkward and uh, not clum- necessarily clumsy, but he kind of like, you know, hey, this seems like a Peter Parker to me. Like the, the teenage Peter Parker way back in the 60s or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, his Spider-Man was fine. But he not, did not chat rubbish to to people, um, yeah. which was like a key. Well, I want to say a key component of Spider Man, but it's really weird when you have people watching, like the younger kids watching Spider Man, and he's all silent. Yeah, more like Miguel O'Hara Spider Man because he don't say a lot, right? Yeah. Um, and then you, they go to watch the Andrew Garfield film where he's chatting so much rubbish. Yeah. And then they're like, Spider Man doesn't talk that much, and you're like, well, kids, oh. well, kids from the nineties. Uh, you have to understand, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did like how uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man just, ch- uh, just talked a lot of crap to people. Yeah, he was like, I still think, overall, I still think he's like the best Sp- Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. Um, but for like, I mean, I, don't age, age, de- I think he's definitely the best Spider-Man. Yeah. I actually think his uh, there's more appreciation for his both uh, personas yeah. after Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I, I after watching Spider-Man No Way Home, I, I can see why they definitely they, they were like, oh, this guy because he's got the charisma and the, the talent and all that stuff. He can he's like a headliner, right? Yeah. But I don't think the Amazing Spider-Man film showed that to its uh, peak potential. Somehow, in when he the twenty minutes that he got in Nowhere Home, he he showed way more than in the four hours of his own film. Um, I say add the Peter Parker version yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. Um, because I, his Spider Man definitely was stand out. I I think for the age, like for the time that film came out, what two thousand fourteen, whatever. Yeah, he's Spider Man fit that a that era of like teenagers. I think they were saying that it was based on the old ultimate version of Spider-Man, but I was like, no, because I I've seen I know Ultimate Spider-Man, and definitely wasn't that. But if you're gonna say it's a more modernized outcast, because he's not necessarily a nerd, yeah. But because he what he's he has a skateboard, ooh, you know, yeah. I was saying, right. it was for that time period. He was like the teenager. You know what I mean, like. With Tobey Maguire, he was never really a ton- he was never really a teenager, was he? Well, yeah, but, but it's just one of it's more it's more one of these things. I was like, I'm looking at the dude, where how he's dressed and what he's wearing and all that stuff and what he's into. And I'm like, yeah, but exactly why are they picking on you? You know, Who, um, you kind of you're not like so you don't look uh, like a, 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 a so geeky or whatever that that people like the, that the, like the Tobey Maguire version who awkward it was also awkward. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, don't want to say oh he had you know the uh, issues um, making friends or whatever like, but you can see like you look at him you go yeah it's probably someone that's got a bit, bit of social anxiety or whatever as well yeah. right but the Andrew Garfield version I'm like exactly why did he why is he dislike not necessarily dislike like... but 
How they portray Why has he got no friends? It's dislike like, love. I think how they the story they were sort of telling, like since his parents died and stuff like that, he just sort of became a loner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that, okay, that, that, that makes, makes more sense. that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Um but then it's just like, yeah, you, so you, you you pick on a guy because he's by himself, which is obviously when you when you're dealing with teenagers, they'll pick on you for whatever. Reason. Yeah. And then he just probably stayed with him to that yeah. point where you're like, okay, well, we won't associate him, but therefore we will bully him because he wants to be by himself and we are just dumb punks. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's teenagers. I've seen well, Flash Thompson for you, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Flash Thompson. The only good Flash Thompson, even though he doesn't ever appear again, but yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Nah, because like, the Sam Rainey Flash Thompson was, what was his point? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just other than to be the bully. Yeah, and um, then never be heard from again. And then yeah, except for except for the sneak cameo in Spider-Man Three at Harry's funeral. But if you blink, you miss him. Oh wow, that you got him back for that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the new Flash Thompson, which is pointless, but yeah. Well, not that I, I don't like the actor who portrays uh, Flash Thompson, right? Yeah, I think he plays a a, a he. Can play Tony Robbins can play a character. Yeah, but that's not the Flash Thompson we are used to, no. and that is not really the the whole gimmick of Flash Thompson. Yeah, he's meant to be like, yes, he he thinks he's the the big man, the you know, yeah, the, the, the biggest bully. Or what? Not necessarily bully. He's meant to be an athletic jock or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he's pick on the the lower tier guys because of that, right? Yeah. Uh, not realizing obviously the guys picking on is Spider Man, but if yeah. you're not picking on another nerd. That's kind of a bit weird. Yeah, like his his character archetype is one of Flash Thompson's. Like one you shouldn't really change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, because you're meant to be thinking you're trying to fight Peter, but Peter can Peter can destroy you. Yeah, but with this one, you're like <laughs> normal Peter before even Spider Man could destroy you. So <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, why are you intimidated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, exactly. You trying to he comes off as a guy who's trying to be. A bully, yeah. but then everyone looks at, at him like you're a punk because no one believes that you can physically be you can be a bully whatsoever. Like you know? it's not really he's portrayed as a bully; he's just portrayed like as a, as, a, as a snob. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, but uh, if there was a different character, yeah, not, not Flash Thompson, then they could work. Say for example, they didn't do Ned Leeds as Ned Leeds, right? Yeah, and they they, they made him Ned Leeds or Brad Allen or not Brad Allen. What's he? The guy that uh, Brad Davies. Who did the uh, Remy Heepley? The the one that was uh, going after uh, MJ in Spider Man in uh, Far From Home. I can't Brad remember. Davis. Brad Davis. Maybe. Right? Yeah. 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 If they could have named it whatever. Anyway. Yeah, they could just made it a, a whole new original character. No one would care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did though, though. Though of all of them, or all three Flash Thompsons, right? Yeah. As far as Agent Venom is concerned. Yeah. Which of the three would you have said if you are making it and you're yeah. going to make Agent Venom appear later on, or make Flash Thompson combined with the Venom symbiote? Yeah. Which of those three Flash Thompsons? I don't. I think it's more like which of the two because we know which one we're not having. Yeah. Uh, which of the two Flash Thompsons would you have uh, portrayed going into that storyline? Second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because well, what, what, but um, why would you say that? You, I don't know. Are you talking about actor, character, whatever? Character. Just give me, give me something. Like he kind of how they portrayed him and stuff. Like he, you know, at the end he goes, "Yeah, Spider Man's kind of like my dude." Yeah. You're like, okay, he's sort of has that quality of redemption to him. Yeah. The yeah, other yeah, one yeah. just seemed like a douche. The first one just seemed like a douche and just be up here for no reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, and this Flash Thompson in the sec in Amazing Spider Man that they kind of hint to him having like family problems, like in the comics and stuff. So. Yeah. Now, uh, I I will actually agree with you because I was like, okay, Joe Manganiello in spy in the Sam Raimi Spider Man is like, yeah, he kind of looks the part actually of someone could be a Agent Venom soldier. But then I was like, but yeah, he as character wise, he doesn't really have anything no. other than to be intimidating to Peter Parker, right? Yeah. Whereas the guy playing the the the, the Flash Thompson in the set Amazing Spider Man films, all right, fair enough, they didn't get on. Right, yeah. he was trying to bully Peter at the beginning, but then he got humiliated in the the basketball thing, which is yeah. a whole different thing. Because you're like, I'm sure Peter, you got to be aware of your secret identity, right? But 
I I got I, I could see how not they become friends from that right but yeah they'd be like oh yeah yes uh, but it's like okay so the scene where after they meet again after that yeah where, where Flash hugs him from behind I'm like wait a minute you you guys friendship level just jumped like twenty points right yeah somehow yeah to the point where you you're you're hugging Peter from behind now I'm like there's got to be something in between that. They then kind of explain it. Or if he fist bumped him or whatever, right? Yeah. I, I could get the friendship. I just don't get how you're hugging a dude from behind. The dude who just simulated you in basketball and uh, and was one of your best friends. You know? Well, he got humbled, didn't it? And he's like... And they do say it before, like, him and Flash were friends from... Their, they were sort of friends when they were kids and then he grew apart. Yeah, no, so, I, yeah. But, but like you're saying, I can get how that guy... Yeah, could become Agent Venom or something like that. Yeah, I just don't. I was like, okay, so they are friends-ish. Yeah, where is he going to be in Spider-Man Two? Because if you're going to have a, I was thinking at the time. All yeah. right, if you're going to have a whole bunch of villains in Spider-Man Two, this is what I'm seeing, right? Yeah, Rhino in it, Electro, yeah. Green Goblin. Okay, yeah. and then at the end of Spider-Man Two, you're building for you've got the Doc Octopus suit in uh, the, the arms in the. The cage, yeah, and I think that one of the trailers actually had Venom symbiote in the cage, whatever, right? Did it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they changed it to Doctor Octopus arms, and they had the Vulture suit as well. Anyways, I was like, okay, so if this dude was in Spider-Man Three, I mean Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man Two, you could build him getting to a being a uh, like combined being with the Venom symbiote by the time you get to Amazing Spider-Man Three, and you basically throw all the other villains at him. And you know, but at least they're Spider-Man teamed up with someone to fight a whole bunch of people, ish. Um, uh, but they, he, yeah, the dude just disappeared after Amazing Spider-Man, two, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, and just never came back. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. I can't yeah, yeah, right. Because I don't remember seeing him in um, <laughs> Spider-Man Twelve. Yeah, makes sense. Mm. Huh. Mm. But yeah. He would have been the better. Yeah. Um. All right. So, do, 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 do. Okay. So villain, villains, villains, right? Going yep. to the villains. Now. Did you, as a Spider-Man's number one villain, Green Goblin, right? Of course, yeah. he's going to be in Spider-Man One, right? They always yeah, yeah. usually when they're doing these films, they pick the people's most popular villains. Yeah. Because uh, Batman always seems to have the Joker involved somehow, right? Jesus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so I can see why they chose the Green Goblin, but like I think, like me, you discussed before, he's been he he's been beaten so many times. I'm like Norman, you gotta you gotta do something to to get your heat back, you know? Yeah, you're not really a threat anymore. Just an annoyance at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But uh, but 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 uh, you know, I can get why you're starting with him in the movie. Yeah. Um, same. Yeah, and I, I liked winning uh, Defoe's portrayal of um, Green Goblin. Uh, I like how he did it, right? Where it wasn't normal going crazy, crazy. It was actually his like, bit of schizophrenia involved yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, dissociative disorder. Stuff. It wasn't him, right? Yeah. It was It was Norman, right? And the Goblin was a... Not the Goblin, the Goblin, but it was... Norman was one good side, Norman was one bad side. Yeah. <laughs> that manifested itself into the Green Goblin. Uh <laughs> The costume wasn't bad, right? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it looks like a decent tech suit, except that I was like, oh, maybe he just should have hints of purple because otherwise he looks like a naked goblin, right? Yeah, <laughs> naked green goblin, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, the elongated head made him look like a xenomorph from Aliens, but yeah, right? I'm not saying they should have a practical mask or something like that. But the look in Nowhere Home was way much way better. And he, yeah, he yeah. The, the goggles and sunglasses on. Uh, I know he's had kind of the ruined purple costume. Yeah. Uh, the weather on it, right? The hood. Yeah. <laughs> Which would but, be, yeah. Uh, one little thing I did like about the Green Goblin costume in the original films, like there's actually hints of purple in the helmet. Yeah. Like at certain light angles, there's like hints of purple. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's not on. It's it's not blatantly obvious. Yeah. So, like, but it made sense for the film to have a tech suit rather than. Yeah. Some dude in a rubber goblin mask flying around. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hey, that'd yeah. be weird. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
Um, yeah, and I, I like the uh, Doctor Octopus, the, the, the glider first, we're going to go with glider. Um, okay, I'll tell you what, so how do you get from, I know in the in the, in the the comics he's Green, Green Goblin, we'll leave that, and then they use the Green Goblin name here, right? But we are going to find the kayfabe of the movie, okay? Yeah. How, you look at this dude and you're like, why do we name him the Green Goblin? I know Jamie Jameson named him the Green Goblin, right? Yeah. But how do you get to that logic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah how, it's a bit weird. So, I know how um, Dr. Otto Octavius to yeah. Dr. Octopus, right? Fair yeah. enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. And James Jameson, yeah. well cast in this movie, in these movies. Yeah, yeah, I can see how he would make the over-the-top logic to say, Otto Octavius, the, the Dr. Octopus, yes, yes, we will yeah. go that way, right? Uh, and I, I like how the Dr. Octopus costume is quite simple. It's not even a costume, he's just wearing a trench coat over his uh, the centre of his... I mean, he's wearing a trench coat, and then he's got the, the mechanics over the centre of his waist. Yeah. Very straightforward stuff. Don't need, no, nothing elaborate. But then the character wouldn't be, need to have any elaboracy uh, to him, because he's not no. trying to hide himself. He's not yeah, having yeah. the same mental issues that have uh, Norman Osborne, where he's no. like, splintered. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. I've been... Ta- I, I, and my mind's not taken over, but the full process is now this direction, rather than that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I liked how they they tweaked it. Uh, probably um, a bit similar to uh, how uh, Otto Octavius originally, like he had brain damage. No, no, I'm saying he had brain damage, right? But the explosion that caught, like in in the Spider-Man comics, yeah, caused him to then, uh, uh, according to himself, right? Yeah. Know how Superior Spider-Man rewrote yeah. ish the the backstory of Otto Octavius. Where even though he's a villain, right? But they're not like outright villainy or whatever. It's just more like, yeah. The the explosion caused damage to me that then made my mind think in this direction, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. And that's what they kind of went for in the in in the in uh, Spider-Man 2, where it's like the sentinel arms, right? Somehow turn you evil, but whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They took over his his mind. Well, the logic that they portrayed to me, where they're like, "Oh, Doctor Octopus, if the arms are so intelligent, what makes you? What stops you from them from taking over you?" Yeah. And he's like, "I see, see. Higher, this chip inhibitor chip to uh, protect my higher brain function. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, it makes sense. And yeah. then pop. Yeah." It took yeah. over his brain, and 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 how obviously about eighteen years later, where they tag onto it and like the power of the sun in the palm of our hand was actually the arc reactor. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Funny enough, this was two thousand and four, and uh, the first Iron Man was two thousand and eight. So you're like, right, technology, yeah. huh? Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I guess. All right. Yeah, um, and I'm glad there's no no that the, there was less like. That he was the main villain in that. As in, there's no other villains as well. I know they were continuing Harry on his journey of becoming the Goblin, right? Goblin yeah. Junior, whatever, right? Yeah, new Goblin, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or, or the Night night Surfer, did they call him one time? I can't remember. Because I know what I... He definitely was not called the Hobgoblin. Nah, he was called he's New definitely, Goblin. Uh, and Spider-Man, I think Spider-Man Mockingman calls him the Goblin Junior, right? Yeah. But... but... Officially, he was either New Goblin or the Night Surfer, I believe. Yeah, because I know in the Spider-Man 3 game, one of if you bought it for the PS3 like pre-order or whatever it was, yeah, you got him as a playable character. They, they his name actually was New Goblin. Like, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah, what was he wearing? Oh no, that's, that's Spider-Man One, right? The Spider-Man One game. No, it's Spider-Man Three as well. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because um, I thought exclusive. I thought you. I thought I was told though. I can't be hundred percent sure that when you, for the Sp- Spider-Man one game, yeah, the Spider-Man the movie the game, yeah. I don't know if that's, that's what it was called. Anyways, you complete the game and you get this. You get to play uh, an extra chapter as the Green Goblin, and then and when you take off the mask at the end, it's Harry. Nah, you was Green okay. Goblin. You were still maybe, Harry. Maybe I'm, not maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe I played not. that. I had the game. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, okay. Okay. What did you think of James Franco as the Green Goblin? Uh, Bearing in mind, you know, 
beginning to the end, you know they has to make the turn. Yeah. I didn't mind him until yeah. he became... Actually, no, I liked him more in number three. Because in number one, like in two, he just became like a... I don't know, just a little... Yeah. I don't know if I had a, a nice way of putting it. But yeah, he just came like a little emo, just was crying like, oh, my dad... No, no, I, 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 I Number... Okay. I, I, I still... I, he was being Peter Parker's good friend in, in Spider-Man 1, right? Even yeah. though he didn't tell Peter Parker he was going to have Mary Jane. And I'm like, mm, yeah, okay, yeah. right. Well, we're there. That's a bit sneaky. Even if you guys are living in the same apartment. Yeah, how do you get away with that one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I could see in, in Spider-Man 2 where he's like, oh, look, I'm your friend, but you you know Spider-Man, but I want to kill Spider-Man. You're not telling me what's going on, right? Which yeah. is fine. Which is which yeah, is, yeah, yeah, right? When he finds out, he sells it as well. When he pulls the mask off Peter, and he just takes, he stumbles back. No, no, I can't. No, I'm not saying ham it up because I'm hamming it up, but it's like a really kind of quite broken heart on the inside. Yeah, kind of thing. Like uh, you, you, a proper betrayal, a proper betrayal. And, I, and like you say, yeah, um, in Spider-Man Three, where he upped the ante of being a bit of a ham. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, we're more like Lex Luthor villainly, actually, because um, he's like, you know, Spider-Man. What I'm gonna do, right? Because you killed my dad. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ruin your relationship with your your girl, right? Yeah. Make her break up with you, and then make it look like she's having an affair with me, right? Yeah. And then I'll like, but, yeah. No, but that's after he gains the memory. Because first it's like I'm gonna become the Night Surfer, whatever you wanna call him, right? Yeah. The new Goblin. I'm gonna beat you up, okay? I'll try and fight you. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, and then he loses memories, which I thought might be convenient for the story. Yeah. But, I mean, look, it does kind of show you how fractured their friendship was from there to there, because all Harry remembered was uh, Peter Parker and his friend at that point. But yeah. it was unnecessary. Right? Yep. Um, we could have done it in a different way. Uh, because the, then when they have their fight in the building, in, in, in um, Harry's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and Spider Man basically making a mockery of him, even though he's he's already enhanced himself. <laughs> and then he just throws the bomb back in his face. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And and turns him into uh, Harvey Dent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but other than that, I was like, oh, you know what? I, I yeah. From that point where he regained his memories, he was like, you know what? I am Lex Luthor trying to ruin Superman's life. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but sure. I did like how it was like when he was eating the cake. Right, and he basically was saying to Peter Parker, "In like, Peter's like, oh, MJ's broken up with me. I think she's unfair with someone else or whatever. I don't know." And and Harry's like to him, "Ah, oh, Peter, it could be anyone. So you you don't know exactly what's going on. It could be anything, anyone that she's having an affair with. Even me. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink." And then and then when Peter leaves in disgust or something, whatever. Yeah. Right. Harry uh, Harry just watches him. Oh, I think I think that the 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 lady asking him. How's the cake? And he's like, oh, so, so good. So delicious. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so good. And then and then when Peter's across the road, and Harry looks, he's like staring daggers at uh, Harry, and Harry's looked at, leaning about, looking at him like, yes, dirty smirk, chomping on his cake. Yeah, I ruined his life. I ruined it, but good. Okay. And then, yeah, Spider-Man, Peter, uh, Peter's wearing the black suit, goes to fight Harry in his own uh, loft, like we were saying. Talks a bit of smack, and then Harry's just getting turned. Yeah, he doesn't put up a particularly good fight no. without his goblin gear. Um, yeah, yeah. Because right. uh, that, that fight was kind of all right, actually. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked it when it went to like a confined area, and you had the the, the surfboard, the snow, the the snowboarding board which flies, spinning around, right? With Harry uh, picked up his uh, laser sword as well. And so, like, they couldn't really... They had no maneuverability anywhere. But, yeah. uh, but and that would have been cool, a nice, cool, close-quarters fight with their abilities and this thing just going around, crashing into the area. Yeah. But they didn't They didn't really do that. Like, I... <laughs> the whole funny thing, I know it's, it's kind of to do with characters, kind of not. Like, their beef... Yeah. ...could have been solved years ago... If the butler wasn't a dick. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Let, let me put it that way. If the butler does actually exist, because, right, 
he was meant to be a, a, a hallucination to Harry. What? Yeah, yeah. They, like one of the versions, I think, uh, like I think before they confirmed that he was actually existing as a character. Uh, the butler existed in Spider-Man One, and then when you see him the rest of the time, he was actually a hallucination, like in Spider-Man Two and Three. That's why he never interacts with anyone else. Ish. I think they, they I think they readjusted that idea part way through, but they were going. You know. Good because if it was a hallucination, I'd be so stupid. Yeah, and then he's like the good side of Harry, saying, "Look, yeah." But then so, that wouldn't make no sense. What do you mean? Like it's a good side? No, but it's like the good side of Harry telling him to go and help his friend uh, in that that final fight. Yeah, but then. Yeah. It still wouldn't make no like because the butler saying, "Oh yeah." It was his self-inflicted wounds. I know because I had to clean the wounds that stuff. But yeah. Then I kind of like, oh. It... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're completely right. You know you're mean? completely right. Yeah. Yes, because the yes, yes, yes. Because like, if yes. it was hallucination, make no sense. Oh, go and help your friend, even though you still think your your friend killed your dad. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know but that explains that does explain why he didn't tell. Harry, that they were her self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, like because he doesn't exist, right? Right. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm trying. Trying to help. Trying to help the the story uh, here. I I I buy the ball. Like he just didn't tell him, rather than. <laughs> yeah. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Well, no, but let, let's just say, even if you're you are the butler, right, and you do exist, yeah, right, and you're saying to Harry, uh, these. Uh, goblin glider wounds, right? Yeah. No, um, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he was the Green Goblin, as far as the butler uh, knows, right? It just means that he got stabbed by the Green Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, it doesn't mean that Spider-Man killed him. But then, how does the butler know that he was? It was uh, they were wounds of the glider if he'd never seen the glider before he had to because. I don't know. wounds he brought upon himself. Unless um, Butler's always known, always knew that um, Norman was the Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the only logic, right? Yeah, uh, and I, I could buy that without being told. If you know what I mean, I could buy that without being told because he's the Butler. Butler's know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, yeah, yeah. But like you say, it doesn't explain why it took him three years to tell him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Unless you're gonna say, of course, he did. He did try to. T- uh, he was like, "Well, Harry, Harry, Harry's got his feud against Spider-Man, right?" Yeah. So even if I tell him, he's just gonna be in denial. Yeah, he's yeah. He's gonna yeah, say yeah. that it's Spider-Man's fault. Yeah. But you're gonna tell me you're not even gonna try, and say, "Oh, look, unless you want to say, oh, you want to tarnish the memory of Norman Osborn as the Green Goblin, right?" Yeah. But then you gotta be yeah. like, "So why is Spider-Man bringing back naked?" Yeah. Which leads to more questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. If you want to apply that logic, right? Oh, I'd be like, hilarious. I will kill Spider Man because I don't know why. Why is he bringing my dad back naked? Yeah. <laughs> Covered yeah. in the top, right? And he's got injuries in his groin area. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh. But then Spider Man can say, yeah, I found your dad doing some unsavory stuff. So I brought him back to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. to be fair, there's more script at that point, so I didn't want to expose his identity. But yeah. you're gonna tell him you're not gonna swing back to Harry's at some point and say, "Yeah, this was um, not me that caused it because I don't have blades attached to me whatsoever." Yeah. Um, and I don't think kind of, I don't know what according to the papers I'm a deviant, right? But, yeah. But, what kind of deviant would do these, uh, like, whatever you think that I'm doing to your dad right here? Well, in you know? Harry's defense, he doesn't actually know what Spider-Man's powers are. So Spider-Man might have, like, spider fangs or something and then <laughs> yeah, okay. down there or whatever, yeah. which would be I weird. Mean, but... Yeah, I know we're making fun of it and we're trying to yeah. create. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like, sometimes you're like, didn't they think of these things while they were doing it? And I know you have to take the Goblin costume off because you don't want like exposed that Norman Osborn was the Green Goblin, right? Yeah. To Harry. But well no, no, to the public, right? But you yeah. can't leave him the Green Goblin costume on when you bring him back to Harry's because oh no, but he said don't tell Harry, but I'd be like Yeah, but if I don't tell Harry, there's a lot of um 
There are a lot yeah. of oddities that are, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's weird. Harry Osborne. And this is where we cut the episode because we ran very long, so we split into two. So the next part would be us carrying on talking about the Spider-Man films, which mainly the next part would be the Andrew Garfield saga of two films and a bit more of Spider-Man 3. But anyways, hope you all enjoyed. Um, come back for the next episode. Remember, if you like this podcast, give us a like. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter with all the lovely jubbly descriptions with the find us in the bottom or if you watch on youtube see in the description and thanks for listening to us talk about spider-man and also don't forget to follow my friend if you're into star trek um forward quadrants podcast where they watch star trek in chronological order and talk about it with some fun facts yeah and that's also in the description down below i believe uh, but until next time guys i have been the Andrew Garfield apologist, even though he doesn't need it because he's great. Kyle Charles, and thank you for taking a trip with us around Loyverse. Bye. Cheers to the new staff photographer. I just got lucky. This is so wonderful for you. Well, you might want to tell JJ to uh, make a little more wall space. <laughs> oh, good morning. It's a beautiful day, huh? What was it you said? I'll never get that picture. There's your hero. Huh. I never thought he'd really do that. See? Right there. You made a judgment call. You gotta see it as it is. It's funny you should say that, because I was looking through some old photos and it looks very, uh, similar. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get back to work. You're trash, Brock. Excuse me? Your picture's a fake. Oh, Parker, you are such a boy scout. When are you gonna give a guy a break? You want forgiveness? Get religion. What's going on here? Are you guys all right? <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're just horsing around. Look, I'm begging you. If you do this, I will lose everything. There's not a paper in town that will hire me. You should have thought of that earlier. What are you doing, Peter? Show this to your editor. Tell him to check his source next time. It's a fake. Empire State Photographic Department confirms it. Pack your things. Get out of my building. I was just You're fired! You know we're gonna have to print a retraction now. I haven't printed a retraction in 20 years! <laughs>